baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Resounding defeat. This primary election is over, but now the real work begins. Western water limits. This is a crisis that we haven't seen in history. Workforce turmoil. This job sucks. We're not getting paid enough. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup in the heart of the Rocky Mountains, a political landslide. By a more than two to one margin, Wyoming Republicans decisively voted against incumbent Congresswoman Liz Cheney. She's one of former President Trump's harshest GOP critics and a key player on the House panel investigating the insurrection. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. The race wasn't even close. Tonight, Harriet Hageman has received the most votes. Liz Cheney suffered a resounding defeat, insisting to the end that she will never support Donald Trump's lies. Two years ago, I won this primary with 73% of the vote. I could easily have done the same again. But it would have required that I go along with President Trump's lie about the 2020 election. Cheney said no election race is more important than America's principles, and she made it very clear her attacks on Donald Trump will continue. I have said since January 6th that I will do whatever it takes to ensure Donald Trump is never again anywhere near the Oval Office, and I mean it. A few hundred miles away in Cheyenne, Hageman was celebrating. Today, Wyoming has put the elites on notice. We are no longer going to tolerate representatives who don't represent us. Liz Cheney will now serve out the remainder of her term. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Jackson, Wyoming. In Alaska voting, Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski and Trump-backed rival Kelly Shabaka advanced to the fall election. Two other candidates did as well. And former vice presidential nominee and ex-governor Sarah Palin moved on to the general election for Alaska's only House seat. Former Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani is set to appear before a Georgia grand jury today in the investigation into efforts to upend the 2020 election. Georgia State University assistant law professor Anthony Michael Kreiss says a larger case could be in the works. Rudy Giuliani, unlike other folks, was part of some like decision-making processes behind the attempt to overturn the 2020 election. And that suggests to me that the DA is potentially pursuing some kind of conspiracy-based charge. A federal judge has set a hearing for tomorrow to weigh arguments about whether the affidavit for the Trump Mar-a-Lago search should be unsealed. Well, the western drought is so severe, the federal government has declared the Colorado River water shortage the worst on record. CBS's Ben Tracy reports that means automatic water reductions for two states. The Interior Department declared a first-ever Tier 2 shortage on the river that provides water for 40 million people in seven states. Arizona will lose 21% of its water, Nevada 8%. And the government is now threatening unprecedented cuts on all the states, 
unless they start using less water. The worst drought in 1,200 years drained Lake Mead and Lake Powell to about a quarter of capacity. We're going to buoy number three. At Lake Powell this summer, we met fishing guides stunned by how fast it's falling. I'm looking at spots 30, 40 feet up the wall where my bait was hitting where I was fishing just a year ago. If the reservoirs hit what's called Deadpool, water wouldn't flow under the Glen Canyon and Hoover Dams, choking off the supply to millions in cities from Phoenix to Los Angeles. Southern California could lose 25% of its water. Well, Syria today denied it holds American journalist Austin Tice, who vanished in the country a decade ago. President Biden accuses the Damascus government of holding him. In Afghanistan, CBS's MTS Tayyab is looking into the country's hunger crisis, with food prices high and currency scarce. Afghanistan is starving. And these babies are among the most malnourished. This mother tells us her four-month-old son, Murtaza, weighs just six and a half pounds. We are so worried, she says. She lost one son already and fears she will lose him, too. Hunger has long plagued Afghanistan. But since the Taliban's takeover one year ago, the Biden administration froze billions in state bank assets and international donors pulled financial support. But doctors here say it's people who are paying the price. The number of people waiting outside of bakeries hoping for a handout of bread is only growing. Each loaf costs just 11 cents. But even that's too expensive for Najibala, who works as a day laborer. Work has been hard to come by. The Taliban have been in power for a year now. Are they helping you? I haven't received a penny from them, he says. It's terrible, he says. It's a slow death for us. Capping off a major legislative victory, President Biden signed the sweeping climate change and health care bill into law. The president calls it one of the most significant laws in the nation's history. With this law, the American people won and the special interests lost. The bill he signed provides hundreds of billions of dollars in incentives for green energy. It has Medicare negotiating the price of certain prescription drugs. It caps out-of-pocket drug expenses for Medicare. And it sets a new 15% minimum corporate tax. It's about showing the American and the American people that democracy still works in America. The bill made it through Congress without a single Republican vote. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Millions of workers lost their jobs when the pandemic hit. Many employers now struggle to fill openings. And as we hear from CBS's Elise Preston, it seems more people who have a job are dissatisfied. Fed up and frustrated, more than 150 Amazon workers walked off the job calling for a $5 raise. More than 2,000 Kaiser Permanente mental health care workers now on strike. They say they are stretched thin from the workload. And in Minnesota, nearly 15,000 nurses voted to authorize a strike. We have been through hell and back. According to a new Gallup poll, half of workers are stressed. This job sucks. Like, this job is not fun, and we're not getting paid enough. Mother of two, Sarah Fry, is getting called back to her AT&T office in September after working remotely during the pandemic. There's a panic setting in. Some persons have actually said they're literally weeping, thinking about how they have to 
change up their day. Well, opening statements are set for today in singer R. Kelly's latest trial. A jury of eight women and four men has been sworn in. About half of the 12 jurors impaneled are identified as black by the judge, prosecutor, and defense attorneys. R. Kelly is accused of enticing minors for sex, producing child pornography, and fixing his 2008 state child porn trial, at which he was acquitted. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. Well, for decades, the Beatles had the most top five singles hits in the history of the Billboard Hot 100. 29. Then along came Drake. Drake now has 30 thanks to that new hit, a debut at number 5. The NBA says it will not play games on Election Day, November 8th, but it will have a full slate of games the night before, encouraging fans to vote. Turns out a summer treat may be better for you than you think. It's creamy. It's thick. I love it. A new study from Tufts University finds ice cream is the healthier choice over both granola and a multigrain bagel. Using a food compass that ranks items on a scale of 1 to 100 based on nutrition, a chocolate ice cream cone with nuts comes in at 37. The bagel scores just 19. A chocolate granola bar gets only 15 points and saltine crackers a lowly 7. The highest marks go to fruits, veggies, legumes, nuts, and seeds. Bottom line, it's best not to reach for foods made of mostly refined starch and sugars. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Director Wolfgang Peterson has died at 81. Get off my plane. Air Force One was among the six-time Oscar nominees' films. Critics call 1982's Dust Boat his masterpiece. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 